Good morning, my brothers and sisters in Christ, and good morning to those in the world that are not of Christ. I want to mention quickly something about your integrity in Christianity. If you're a brother or sister that's walking after the Lord, and you claim to be doing so, then like I said many a times before, there must be evidence of a, saint, a changing character, which Paul talks about in the New Testament, that when the Spirit enters you, the, the, the change of sanctification begins, uh, and as parts of you start to change dramatically quickly, or some of you will take longer. But I was, sit, I was standing here thinking to myself, you know, when I was going to this brother's meeting, which I don't go anymore because the Lord has pulled me away from it, I had a simple job to do. Two things were to happen. I was to meet somebody, and the second part of it was to speak to this brother later on, um, which, which wasn't me speaking, it was the Lord speaking through me, and now my job is done. But one thing I noticed at this brother's meeting was that people were turning up five past, ten past, quarter past seven when the meeting was at seven o'clock. Now, I'm ex-military, right? And in the military, especially the unit I was part of, if someone says to you, be on parade for 6 a.m. or 6 p.m. or 5 p.m., you don't turn up on one minute two or one minute past. You turn up five minutes two. So really, people will be standing to attention on parade from 5 to 6 in the morning, 5 to 6 in the afternoon. Whatever time you're supposed to be there, you always turn up five minutes before. Now, when I turn up to brothers' meetings, or any type of meeting concerning the Lord, because it's all about Jesus, remember, I always get there at least maybe between 20 to 30 minutes before. Why so early? Because not only am I setting good time for traffic and, you know, potentially any hold-ups, but also I can sit there in my car, Right, and read the word of God before I go to the meeting. Or just pray and ask the Lord to lead that meeting for me. Right? That's what all of you need to be doing. Right? Now I understand you've got families, some of you. I understand you've got kids. So therefore plan ahead. So Jesus said in Matthew five thirty seven, let the yes be yes and you know me no, because anything else is of the devil. So anything else in between that's of the devil. What's that got to do with what we're talking about? Well, when Jesus says you're going to, when you say that you're going to be there for seven o'clock, be there for seven o'clock, the latest, or be there for five two. Because let's face it, if you were back in Moses' day and you were going to be at the Holy Tabernacle in the camp with the Ark of the Covenant and you had an appointment with God at seven o'clock and you turned up at one minute past, God would consume you in fire. He would destroy you. If you turned up at the um, tabernacle, to have an appointment with God, and you weren't wearing the right clothing, you weren't cleansed in the right way, and you weren't doing the right things, God would consume you in fire, completely destroy you. And where am I getting this from? There was a, I can't remember the actual um, verse in the book of Leviticus, but it talks about, if you've read it, you'll, talk, you'll read it, and you'll see that the, the law and the, the, the conditions were so strict, if you had one thing wrong, one tiny witchy thing wrong, God will destroy you and completely kill you, right? So that's how high his standards are. Now, in Jesus, the standards have not changed. Jesus is God in the flesh. So God became flesh, walked as man, died on the cross, and so on. So God, Jesus' standards don't change. That's Hebrews 12, verse 8, um, or Hebrews 13, verse 8. I'm sure it's Hebrews 12, verse 8. I always get these two muggled up. Um... One of them says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. The other one says, those who belong to God, he disciplines. The ones who don't belong to God, he doesn't discipline. So, so Jesus is the same yesterday, tomorrow. Yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He doesn't change. 
His standards haven't changed from the beginning to the end, from Genesis to Revelation. So we've got to treat him with the utmost respect. And I think Christians, they don't do that. I think these so-called Christians think, oh, well, it's all about relationships. So, all right, okay, fine. It's a relationship, is it? So you're telling me this is how you treat your mum, your brother, your sister. You treat everyone like this, that you've got an appointment at 7 o'clock, but you turn up at quarter past because you can't be bothered or you're unorganised or you're undisciplined. Well, let's get it straight. If you are a Christian, one of the first things that the Spirit does, especially in me, when I got saved, was being organised. He started to revamp me about timekeeping, um, presenting myself, keeping my place tidy, you know, all these little things are the evidence of the Spirit working in you. Because you're an ambassador for Jesus, you're an ambassador for God, you're going around the planet, you're representing him, you're honouring him. So how does he send out one of his servants? Think about it back in Jesus' day when people had servants, when rich people had servants or a king had a servant. He didn't send him looking like a tramp, did he? He didn't send him with a, a little donkey and two pound coins in his pocket or two dollars in his pocket, did he? No, he didn't. He went and sent him looking the best, representing him. So that's what the Spirit does in you. He changes you mentally, inside out, from the heart, all the way down from the top of the head to the bottom of your toe. He changes you, and you're representing him. So when you've got a meeting with someone, be there early. If you've got kids, make arrangements. If you can't make it, don't say you can make it. This is what Jesus says in Matthew 5, 37. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. So if you know you can't make it, say no. If you know you can make it, say yes. Don't go, oh, well, um, uh, oh, well, um, yeah, okay, I'll make it. But you know in your heart you're not going to make it. Well, that's of the devil. That's not a Christian. So say what you're going to say and mean it. This is what Jesus is getting at. Right? Don't be one of these in-betweeners. Don't be one of these two-faced people that makes false promise. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll do it, I'll do it. But you know in your heart you won't do it. Well, that's of the devil. Because you're not only letting that person down, but you're letting Jesus down. You're representing him and making out to be a complete waster, like the people that are lost in the world. I'll give you an example. Last night, um, I put a lot of stuff on Gumtree to make funds for people in Africa and India through a brother. And... This person contacts me, interested about the cast iron skillet. I went, okay, um, is it, has it got induction, is it induction usable? I said, yes. Okay, I'll have it, great. When can you collect it? Uh, well, um, uh, uh, sometime this week. I went, well, I'm in tonight, and I'm in tomorrow after a certain time, and Monday at 6 p.m., when do you want it? This person, uh, 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 and then after a few more texts, Oh, let's just leave it because it sounds like too much hassle. I replied back and said, it sounds like that you're a time waster and a dreamer, right? Wasting people's time because people haven't got the integrity anymore or to keep their word about anything. It's very simple, right? And they live in the same village as me, so there's no excuse. They're not living halfway down the country. And even then they wouldn't get it because it's too far. So... This is why, as a Christian, you say you're walking after God. You say that you're following God. Luke 9, verse 23, Jesus says, deny yourself. What does that mean? Deny yourself. Deny your thinking. Deny the way you, you feel. Deny the way you, you, you want things done. Listen to Jesus. Crucify the flesh. So you crucify the flesh from doing things that it wants to do. For a man, it wants to masturbate. For a woman, it wants to masturbate about another man. You know, it wants to uh, eat chocolate and knowing it's bad for your body. You got liver damage like me, right? And you know, eating lots of sugar is really bad for you. But you know, Jesus says, crucify it, do what needs to be done right. Listen to me. Or oh, an alcoholic loves alcohol, right? 
but you know it's bad for you and God is saying stay away from it so Jesus says crucify the flesh and follow me that means you put Jesus first in everything in your life you put Jesus before your children you put Jesus before your husband before your mum before your dad because that's what he's saying in the New Testament that you are to put all of these people before me I am number one this is his first commandment love me with all your heart soul and mind so you're putting Jesus as number one and then you love your neighbor as yourself so loving your neighbor as yourself your family member whoever they come second Jesus comes first it's all about integrity guys all about integrity it's all about honor it's all about representing our Lord you say you love him then love him put him first because that's what he's saying because if you don't put Jesus first you're gonna lose you're gonna veer off the path and you'll end up in hell it's as simple as that all this crap that Christians come out with oh I'm a Christian now I can't do salvation I've touched on this so many times yes you can yes you can read Hebrews 6 read Hebrews 10 26 for those who live in sin John 15 is the biggest one. Read John 15. John 15. If you don't abide in Jesus, the Father cuts you off and throws you in the fire. Very simple stuff. The whole Bible talks about that constantly in the New Testament. Because Christians are deceived and they want to hear the sugar-coated version of the Gospel, then they believe whatever they want, don't they? Basically. So, my brothers and sisters, I care about you all. But one thing I'm going to tell you now, this is what this podcast is about, this short one. Is about timekeeping, integrity, which covers all of that. Integrity covers a vast amount of things. And in timekeeping, being punctual, organised, dressing well, disciplined, it all covers that. And these are things that are traits of Christians. Don't give me that, oh, well, I've got kids and I've got a busy lifestyle. That's why I make excuses. That's why I'm always late, this and that. Because I'll tell you this, when I was at this meeting and people were turning up you know, 10, 15 minutes late, I was getting annoyed, but it wasn't just me getting annoyed. My spirit was getting very annoyed. And it shows you where these people are in Christ. And it shows you, if you're spiritually led, that are these people actually following Christ? And a lot of them are not. They're actually following Satan. This is exactly what Satan wants them to do. Mock the Lord. When you read the Old Testament and the New in context, you see a pattern. You see a set of principles that have never changed from the beginning to the end. right? And you have to be sanctified. You have to be changed from this worldly state. So when your body goes back to the ground, your spirit goes to heaven, you can be presented in the garments of righteousness covered by the blood of Jesus because you're following him, correct? I could go on and on and on about this, but I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Evaluate what you're doing. Paul says, check in on yourself. Examine yourself. He talks about it in New Testament. I'll give you a challenge. Go to Google, type in Paul says, examine yourself. It will bring up the scripture. I believe it's in Corinthians. Um, I can't remember the scripture off the top, top of my head. But Paul says, examine yourself. Examine your walk. Examine how you're walking after the Lord. Examine how you're treating people. Everything. And this is what all of us must do, regardless of age, for the rest of our lives. And so I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, over this message, that, Lord, people receive it with all their heart. That they know that you come first. That we are ambassadors of you. That we are, need to be organized disciplined to love one another but more importantly love you first i pray lord in the name of jesus for this message to be blessed in jesus name amen god bless you all bye good morning my brothers and sisters in christ good morning to those in the world that are not of christ i do apologize the last few minutes of that recording it went dead i have had problems with my phone 
Um, uh, the phone stays on for some silly reason all the time during the recording and then it turns itself off. Um, it's just the way the phone is, I'm afraid. But basically, I was just talking towards the end of that about the integrity, about how you walk after the Lord. And basically, all the things we're doing for the Lord is for the Lord. And, you know, like I said, mentioned Luke 9, Luke 9, verse 23, about denying yourself, pick up the cross and follow Jesus. As we walk after the Lord, it's all about following Jesus. It's all about doing what he needs us to do so he can sanctify you, so he can change you in the spirit, sorry, change you in your character via the spirit. So therefore you can be presentable before the Father. You are being saved. I mean, in the book of Matthew, it says those who endure to the end will be saved. So straight away, it's telling you if you don't endure, you're not going to get saved. You're not going to be, you're not going to make it. And John 15 says that. Read John 15. It's a powerful thing about the grapevine. You know, people say you can't lose salvation. Read John 15. It clearly states you can. And these are Christians. So integrity is a massive part of Christianity. And if Jesus, if you're going to do, basically what well, sums up this whole recording. If you say you're going to do something, you do it. If you, if someone says to you, can you make this time? Think about it. Um, no, I can't because I've got work and I've got my kids. Oh, can you um, can you make or maybe fit it in? Go and see if you can. Don't agree there and then. See if you can fit it in. Make arrangements before you commit. Because if you commit and you don't make it, you're letting someone down. More importantly, letting Jesus down. This is what Jesus is getting at in Matthew 5, verse 37. Before you open your mouth, think about what you can do. Be a person of integrity, someone who's reliable, someone who's honest, someone who's going to do what you say you're going to do. Not one of these talkers in the world, yeah, 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 I'll do it, I'll do it, and they don't do it. Not only do you feel let down, but it makes them look completely stupid, but people don't care because they're not interested. That's people of the world. You're not of the world anymore. So this is what the whole message is about. Listen to what Jesus is telling you in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and Acts. Listen to what he says because he's the one that you follow he's the one that you listen to and you do what he tells you to do not the pope not me not the pastor down your local church jesus the pastor of a church is to guide you through what jesus is actually saying but if you actually seek him with all your heart jeremiah 29 verse 13 you will see it and you will hear it and you'll be guided remember the book is spiritual so basically that sums up what was the end of the, what i was trying to say but it is disappointing because i was on the roll with that Anyway, so Lord, I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that people receive your message, Father, that they're comforted by you, that they're people of integrity, that they do what they say they're going to do to honour you, Jesus. I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Bye.